Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, packs it for three. Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my gosh, it's over. Windy City Assassin does it again. It's been five years since we've been able to say these words. The Bulls are in the playoffs. That's right. The Bulls backed into the playoffs on Tuesday night because the Orlando Magic beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. That means the Bulls will either be a five seed or a six seed. I really don't think it matters, though, with their chances of winning a playoff series. I'm going to dive into all of that and tell you about some other not-so-great news as we enter this playoff stretch here on the Believe in Bulls podcast, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It's great to be back with you here talking playoff basketball. That is just so crazy to think about, considering where things stood two years ago with this Bulls team. I mean, Jim Boylan was in charge. They were a laughing stock. It was a disaster. Now Billy Donovan's in charge, getting the most out of these guys, including Patrick Williams, who has stepped up big time. But it's not all good. I'm going to tell you about the good and the bad as we go forward here on this week's show after I tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info and odds. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters and the start to the Major League Baseball season. You've also got the NBA playoffs coming up in a couple weeks. You've got the NFL draft coming up at the end of the month. There is a lot going on. And by the way, for the Masters, Tiger Woods is 40-1 to in his first tournament since that car accident. I've got him picked, and then you can go pick him too over at BetOnline. It's your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% welcome bonus and start betting today. It's so easy to get started. Learn why everyone is saying BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. Trust me, this is going to be a great way to enjoy this stretch of sports action that we have coming up over the next week and even month into baseball season. Bet online, where the game starts. That's right, the Bulls are in the playoffs for the first time since this lineup was out there. Are you ready for this? Jimmy Butler, Robin Lopez, Nikola Mirotic, Dwayne Wade, and Rajon Rondo. That was the starting lineup the last time the Bulls were in the playoffs. Remember those three alphas? Remember that year with Fred Hoiberg in charge? It didn't go well. I remember I got to cover one of those games. I think I played you that clip, too, from when I went to that game and talked to Neil Funk. You can go check that out in the archives on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But I also was able to go into the locker room after that game, and it was weird. That team was just weird. I keep saying, I said this when Casey Johnson tweeted out the media guide Tuesday night. That was my freshman year of college, and that feels like eons ago. I mean, that just feels like such a long time ago. And here we are now. Bulls are back in the playoffs, and this feels different. This feels like the front office knows what it's doing, first of all. That's not a stretch to say that. And they've gotten this team now within a year into the playoffs, and no, they're not perfect. They've had a rough go lately. I'm going to tell you some reasons why going forward here, but I do want to focus on the fact that the Bulls are in. The Magic beat the Cavs last night and then absolutely epically trolled the Cleveland Cavaliers afterward. I thought it was great. They used the video of Joe Kim Noah talking about 
Cleveland. And if you think Cleveland's cool, I've never heard anyone say they're going to vacation in Cleveland or however he worded it. It was great. And yeah, they backed in. But this is still a milestone five years in the making. And I know I normally, I feel like I'm talking out both sides of my mouth here when I celebrate the Bulls making the playoffs the way they did because I ripped the Bears a few years ago when they backed in because somebody lost and they made that very last seed in the playoffs. This is different because all the Bulls needed to do was win a game and this wasn't the last game of the season. If this was game 82 and they were that close and they Orlando beat Cleveland and the Bulls got in the playoffs, I'd have a different tone. If the Bulls win a game here, They'd be in no matter what. So that's why it's a little different. And the fact that some of these pieces, they were talking about on the broadcast last night. You've got some young pieces here that have never been in the playoffs. Io DeSumo, Patrick Williams. Did you know Zach Levine has never been in the playoffs before? I know that's crazy to think about. But those teams that he played on before were really bad. So he's getting some playoff experience. You've also got DeMar DeRozan, who's been in those moments before. Nikola Vucevic is going to get some good playoff minutes. Hopefully good playoff minutes, I should say. And I think this is just really good going forward. I think this is now a serious building block for the Bulls going forward because you can get these guys on that stage, even if they're one and done. If they play one series and they lose, playoff basketball is such a different atmosphere. And I think getting that experience under their belts going into next year, I think that'll help them against good teams because they still, still struggle against the top teams in the league. They've only beaten one of the top seeds in the East or West, and it was the Boston Celtics, who could be a potential playoff matchup. I don't think that's very good. I don't think it's a stretch to say. Someone put it in perspective last night about where the Bulls' record against the top teams in the league falls with the worst records in NBA history, and it was a really telling stat. And I want to try and find it for you here as we go on the show. It wasn't good. I can tell you that. It put them in the same category as the Charlotte Bobcats. Remember when they had that disastrous record a few years ago? That's kind of where the Bulls fell into with their record against these top teams in the league. Here it is. This is from StatMuse on Twitter. Worst team records. A 122 record from the 15-16 Sixers. Remember, trust the process. Then a 110 winning percentage from 1972 to 1973 Sixers. The Charlotte Bobcats, the old Bobcats, 2011-2012, went, had a 106 winning percentage. The Bulls have a .091 win percentage against the top eight teams in the league. That shows you how bad they've been against these good teams. And that was amplified Tuesday night. They took on the Bucks at the United Center. Giannis did not score in the first quarter. And the Bulls still, still managed to get trounced. And yeah, I know they're not playing fully healthy. But Giannis had 18 points on the night. Bulls still lost 127-106. Brooke Lopez, of all people, ran circles around the Bulls, or actually walked circles around the Bulls, if you're picking up what I'm putting down in terms of how many steps he takes with the basketball. But that's not what cost them the game. I know Zach Levine is dealing with his knee injury. I understand that, and I hope he gets better in time for the playoffs. But if you're missing Zach, DeMar DeRozan dropped 40 points in three quarters, and the Bulls still lost like they did. And it does not help at all. And this is something that got me really fired up after that game last night. Nikola Vucevic. We need to have a conversation. Because we've seen some rough games from him this year. And there's been stats thrown around about the bad games he's had. Is it a down year? Should the Bulls have made the trade? I still argue they should have. But you cannot have your 
third member of your big three because he was the member of the big three without well, without Lonzo Ball, therefore it's Zach Damar Vooch, he cannot go three for 19 from the field. Three for 19. At one point, he was two for 16. That was when DeMar DeRozan had 40 points. So if Vooch goes even five for 16, that's a game. Instead, three for 19 from the field. That was a really bad night to have a really bad night. And I know people have talked about, should the Bulls have made the trade? Wendell Carter's having a breakout year for the Magic. Should the Bulls have done that? Yes, they should have. I think they absolutely should have because I think Vooch is much better than Wendell Carter Jr. Wendell Carter is having a good year for a really bad team. Put Wendell Carter on this team. He's not Tony Bradley level because Tony Bradley's been just an unmitigated disaster this year. But he's not the caliber of Nikola Vucevic. Vuce was an all-star last year for a reason. I understand he was an all-star with Orlando. But you put him on this team, if they can get him involved, he's got to pass more. He's When he has, what is it, four assists a game, the Bulls win more. He's got to get more involved in the offense. And when Zach's out, he has got to step up as a scorer. He missed a lot of easy looks, a lot of wide open looks. We've seen that a lot this year, and it was just a down year, in my opinion. I'm still taking Nikola Vucevic over Wendell Carter every damn day of the year. No questions asked. That's just a fact. So now, with Vooch struggling, that's not a good sign going into the playoffs. That's why Zach has to get healthy. More on that in a second. But I want to look at some potential playoff matchups because the Bulls are either going to be a 5-seed or a 6-seed is what it looks like, which means my ticket for the Bulls to finish in the top 4 in the East is now dead. I'll never see that again. So basically, the Bulls will match up likely with one of three teams. Boston, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. And two of those three teams scare the living hell out of me because the Bulls have never beaten the 76ers. They have never beaten Joel Embiid. I shouldn't say they've never beaten the 76ers. They've never beaten Joel Embiid. And Boston, they beat once this year. Great. And based on what we saw Tuesday night, the fact that Giannis had 18 points and was scoreless in the first quarter, and the Bucks still ran circles around the Bulls, tells you they're a dangerous team as well, I've said all along. These are three teams that they're probably not better than. I mean, I'd argue maybe they were better than the Celtics for a while, but then they got on a roll. Those matchups scare me. So the question comes up, can the Bulls win a playoff series? No, they can't. Not with their current makeup. Lonzo Ball has been shut down for the year. That came out officially today, Wednesday morning. It was reported Tuesday night by our guy Sham Sharani, a friend of the show, a friend of mine. And that was unexpected news, but it just is now final that Lonzo's out for the years. He comes off that meniscus tear, which that's not good. But at the same time, if you're Arturis Karnaschovas and you're Mark Eversley and you're Billy Donovan, you have to think of, okay, let's be realistic here. Are you going to beat any of these three teams with Lonzo Ball? I mean, maybe he makes, I know he makes you better on defense with his numbers. He was averaging, what was it, 2.4 steals a game before he got hurt. And I know he made a major impact on the lineup. But are you going to rush him back for the playoffs if you're drawing one of those three teams? I wouldn't. I think you have to start looking toward the future. You're not going to compete for a title this year. It's not going to happen. Unless there's some miracle where they catch fire, they catch lightning in a bottle, and all of a sudden they're going off to the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe the NBA Finals. I don't see that happening. I will gladly be wrong about this. But if you're drawing Philadelphia, Boston, or Milwaukee, I'm scared. Because, again, they've never beaten Embiid. The Bucks game Tuesday night should have proven that they'll have a hard time with Milwaukee. And 
Boston is red hot right now. Ime Adoka has that team playing so well, even without Robert Williams. They're playing really well. Would not want to see the Boston Celtics in the playoffs. Now, there are only three games left. If it's me, I'm resting Zach Levine and Alex Caruso. I know they're probably not going to play. Is kind of the sense I've gotten on Twitter. I'm recording this at about 2 o'clock Wednesday afternoon. Because remember, the Bulls have another game tonight. They got another game coming up tonight, second half of a back-to-back, with a banged-up roster because Zach didn't play against Milwaukee. And I don't think he's going to play against Boston tonight, speaking of the Celtics, by the way. And Caruso's dealing with that back injury, and he hasn't been right. His shot's been off. He hasn't had the same intensity on defense. It hasn't seemed like he's playing through pain. Just rest these guys. Boston, Charlotte, Minnesota. Just rest them. They'll have another week because you missed the play-in tournament, which is fine. Give them some rest. Now, I want to go back to Lonzo Ball real quick because I have some stats I want to read to you about the impact he's had. So this is why I'm worried about the Bulls in the playoffs. Before Lonzo suffered the injury, and it happened against Golden State in January, the Bulls had a 27-13 and record, looked like they were poised to make a run for the top spot in the East, make a run in the playoffs, however you feel fit. After his injury, the Bulls are 18-21. and Now, Iodesumu has stepped up big time defensively. He's made some big shots. Getting Alex Caruso back was a shot in the arm before he went down with that hard foul and bruised his back. The Bulls have been beat up by injuries this year, and I get it. This seems to happen all the time when the Bulls have something special. Somebody gets hurt or someone important gets hurt, and it totally torpedoes their playoff chances or playoff run chances. The fact that Lonzo Ball is out and they're still missing out on the play-in tournament, they are going to be a top-six seed is beyond impressive because if you're a member, think back even after the DeMar DeRozan sign-and-trade. First words out of my mouth were, this is a top-five team in the East. Guess what? If they finish with a sixth seed and Lonzo Ball hasn't played for the last half of the year, that's really impressive to me. Now, I'm still standing by the fact that this season has been a disappointment then because, again, they were 27-13 and before Lonzo went down with the injury. And they've been 18 and 21 cents. Really rough stretch of basketball after DeMar DeRozan's 35 plus point, 50% field goal shooting streak came to an end. I would argue this season has been a bit of a disappointment in that regard because of my expectations I set at the beginning of the season. But they still got back in the playoffs for the first time in five years. Now you have to take that step forward. Lonzo has to stay healthy. Everybody has to stay healthy. Go get a big guy. Go get a rim protector. I have told you multiple times, Mark Williams and Walker Kessler are going to be in the draft. Walker Kessler declared for the draft out of Auburn this year. Keep an eye on him as a rim protector, even if it's off the bench. And I don't know what's going to happen with Vooch. I know there's talk about trading him. I don't think that's going to happen. And I think Casey Johnson said that as well. They've got to make improvements this offseason. But you know what? You're in the playoffs this year. Get some good playoff experience. Build off of that next year. Go into free agency, getting ready to add some role players. Maybe bring in a guy or two, because I think they got two picks in the draft this year. Go bring in a couple guys in the draft. See what they can do, and you've got to just retool the roster from here. You have the foundation now with your starting five, and I think this should be the starting five. Next year, it should be Lonzo, Zach Levine with an extension, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic. Having Patrick Williams back, by the way, talk about a guy who's playing really well right now. I love the aggressiveness out of Patrick Williams that I've seen the last few games. I think that's your starting five. I think you've got a solid unit with Caruso, DeSumo, and maybe, if you want to keep him, Kobe White off the bench. You've got to add some size. It's been the Bulls' biggest problem this year. They're undersized, and you've seen it exploited game after game lately. That's where the Bulls have the biggest need. You can get free agency. You can make a trade. However you want to do it, you've got to get some size, and you've got to get some depth. I think they can do it. 
I don't have any names for you right now because the season's still going on. We don't know how free agency is going to shake out. But for right now, you've got to start looking ahead a little bit to next year. But at the same time, you look ahead to next year in terms of you're getting valuable experience in the playoffs, whether it's against Philadelphia, where you're probably going to lose, Boston, where you're more than likely going to lose, and Milwaukee, where you're going to lose. I don't think the Bulls win a playoff series. I'm just going to say it again, just to be clear. I don't think they win one. I'll gladly be wrong. But that's the reality of the situation they're in right now. Without Lonzo, especially because you miss his defense, it's not good. But they're in the playoffs. That's the big thing. We can celebrate the Bulls in the playoffs. We'll actually have a reason to care about playoff basketball in Chicago this year. First time in five years. You got to love it. I'm actually excited. You know, I'm excited to watch the Bulls on the big stage. I know they usually get killed on national TV, it seems like, because Tuesday night's game was also on national TV, even though I watched the NBC Sports Chicago broadcast. Not great. But still, playoff basketball is playoff basketball. The Bulls are in. We have to celebrate that. We can worry about the other stuff later. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. We've still got three games left in the regular season starting tonight. Wednesday night, Bulls have Boston at home. Friday, April 8th, they have Charlotte at home. They close out the regular season Sunday, April 10th, against the Minnesota Timberwolves on the on the road. And then we are into the play-in tournament and the playoffs. Cannot wait to talk playoff basketball with you here on the Believe in Bulls podcast presented by BetOnline.ag. That is a wrap for this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy. See you back here next Wednesday to recap the season, look at our expectations, and look ahead to the playoffs here on the Believe Network. Have an amazing week, everybody. See you back here next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.